All right. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for joining in on this Coffee Talk Tuesday here on Telegram. This is the third consecutive Tuesday that we've uh, that we've done Coffee Talk Tuesdays. And, and, and up until now, we have kept it audio only. There's a lot of reasons for that. A lot of people just uh, don't want to come on camera. And, um, you know, there's something nice to like a podcast audio radio, you know, style uh, show that uh, that I really enjoy and that and it kind of brings me back to the old days, you know, like on radio. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to open the floor up here and get right started. Uh, there's 66 participants in here. I don't know if you can share this. I haven't really been that successful at sharing it out. But if you can share it out, share it to your other platforms. I'd like to get some folks in here that we've never uh, that have never had the opportunity to speak. Uh, so as we approach 70 participants, I'm going to go ahead and open the floor up. Uh, I'll ask you that if you have um, spoke before, um, you know, keep your hand down unless, you know, there's something that you need to say or something that you received in the mail or sent out or whatever it is. Uh, And I'll just go right down the line. And the first uh, person that we're going to talk to today is Stephanie, mom of two, Stephanie with an F, 100% uh, Patriot and team Mastriano. So Stephanie, I am unmuting you now. Unmute yourself. How are you today? I'm doing well. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? Okay, good. I'm walking out of a client's house right now. (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) A little busy up here in PA. As you know, obviously, we had our primary earlier than most people, so it's been uh, nothing but go, go, go. (laughs) Yeah, and it seems your team, uh, Mastriano, so have you had the chance to uh, meet Doug yet or... uh... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He knows who I am. I'm actually I'm on his team um, in Lower Bucks County, and I'm actually awaiting to hear from um, one of the, the, you know, the big team leads. He actually runs one of the uh, the radio stations around here to hopefully um, get an actual title. <laughs> so, so it would be official. Well, but, I mean, either way, if I have the title or I don't, I mean, as far as being, um, you know, like a county coordinator or something, so. That's great. That, and that's, and that's a, another way. I mean, have you ever been involved before or is this you getting involved? No. Well, I think you know who I am and I, I text yeah. you and you probably like stop texting me. <laughs> um, no, no, not so, at all. Not uh, no, at all. I was, <laughs> I was never involved in politics before. And, um, you know, even before the, you know, the shutdowns and everything, I was a Democrat my entire life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess when, when Trump ran, I just knew I wasn't voting for Hillary. I, I knew what happened in Benghazi and I just was not on board with that. Mm-hmm. So that really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And I voted for Trump twice as a Democrat. And um, I'd started voting, you know, for other, um, you know, Republicans at the local level. And I've never really missed, you know, voting in any elections whatsoever. Um, but I, I wasn't as informed. Right. Um, and right. then. You know, uh, when I started voting locally, my neighbors, you know, would have some signs up in their lawn. They're like, okay, vote for Fitzpatrick. Okay, so I voted for him as a Democrat, but honestly, I can't vote for him as a Republican. <laughs> um, so that's what really got me going when he voted for the Equality Act. Uh, somebody had sent me a friend request, and I was like, oh, well, you know, uh, who's this person? And I, I looked him up, and he, he had on his uh, – actually, then I, I added him as a friend, and then he sent me – you know, I'm running for the first congressional district of, you know, Bucks County. And I'm like, oh, am I in the first congressional district? I didn't even know. I knew nothing. Um, and when he said he was running against Fitzpatrick, I'm, like, I'm on board. I'll help you do whatever. So I helped campaign for a guy named Brad Lanning, who um, 
then was joined by three others, you know, also vying for the seat. And uh, we, we have a group here called Right for Bucks. So if anybody's in Bucks County, you can go to our site, rightforbucks.com. And then we also have an America First team, which is bucksfirst.com. That takes you to our page, takes you to our pack information. Um, we'd really love for people to get more involved locally with us. Uh, we learned the precinct project with uh, Right for Bucks. So we did that all through Zoom. And we filled seats. We got over 125 local precinct seats. Um, then we also uh, ran against the swamp, uh, you know, for state committee. I was one of the state committee members. We had 16 run against their 17, and we took two of their seats. So we take that as a big win. Uh, we don't know if there was, you know, possibly fraud with the mail and bets because we did a lot of, you know, we were pretty close to that. I had, I think, almost 23,000 votes, and we didn't have a good voter turnout in our town either. Well, I mean, this, so, so for everybody who's listening, we've got about 80, uh, 80 people or so listening. For everybody who's listening, what you're hearing right now is, um, is exactly what we talk about every day. Uh, a, a, you heard, a lifelong Democrat, never was involved, didn't even know what district she lived in, involved now and literally recruiting people to join in. And, and, and that's happening all over the country. And so... That, that's why I think that this this time around for Trump, however he whatever fashion he comes back in, he's got a, a, a different playing field now. He's got all of us involved where in 2016 we weren't. We were just kind of like, wow, this guy's great. We're on his team. Go Trump. Now we're like, yeah, remember our guy? Yeah, the MAGA King is back. And guess what? We're taking over everything from the bottom up as well. So, how, I mean, it's going to be a very, very different um, time around this time with Trump. But I'm excited, and, and and I applaud you for doing so much that you're doing there, Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I figured, you know, when I, I worked in the restaurant industry and I started out as a hostess and you work your way up, so I did the same thing with politics. I started out getting involved in the campaign, did the door knock, I did, you know, the signatures. And I'm a person who I love to go to bed early. I don't know about you. I like just, you know, 9 o'clock, I want to shut my brain off. But here I found myself going out to the bars at night just to get more signatures. Wow. <laughs> so what we, did, yeah, what we did with our... Yeah, I was exhausted. Um, what we did with the organization was we held a couple of forums with the, you know, the four people that wanted to to run against Fitzpatrick. And basically what we said was, you know, everybody kind of picked their person and, and, you know, jumped on their team. And uh, whoever got the most signatures would stay on the ballot and the others would have to drop out. Now, for the most part, people upheld that bargain. Um, Fitzpatrick did come after some legally to get their names off, you know, and said that the signatures, you know, were fraudulent, whatever. Um, you know, it started politics out here. And um, so one is actually running as um, uh, not an independent. What's the other one? Democrat, independent, Republican. And, and, um, no, what's the other? Uh, Tea Party. Independent. Oh, my gosh. I mean, libertarian. She needs like 15,000 signatures. Libertarian. Libertarian. Yes. Libertarian. There you go. So she's running as that. So I don't know if she'll get the 15,000 signatures to even get on the ballot, but we're having a lot of trouble here with voting for Fitzpatrick, especially what he just voted for just recently is this week, which was, you know, there was the Republicans that voted to protect the women that cross state lines to go get an abortion if their state does not, you know, stand for that. So, I mean, you know, he voted the Republic or the Democrats probably like 80% of the time. And, you know, we realized the corruption with our local GOP, and, and you can't tell me that our chair is not a Democrat, just embedded in there for years and years and years, that they keep supporting him because they say we're a purple county. We're not purple anymore. Bucks County is definitely red. And while I was door knocking, I was able to 
flip 30 people, um, whether they were Democrat, were registered to vote, or, you know, what have you. I, I put 30 people on as Republicans. It was just door knocking. And see, and look at the, and so look, at, and look at the uh, success that uh, Scott Pressler has in doing what he does, too. So, oh, absolutely. So if there's, you know, yeah, thousands he, of us out there doing that, what you're doing, then that makes, that makes a major difference. So, uh, but yes. I do want to, I do want to move on to somebody else, Stephanie, to get some more people in here. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to, to end off with? The floor is yours. Um, yeah. If anybody wants to, if you're in Bucks County or anywhere for that matter in Pennsylvania, go to Doug for Dove, uh, Doug for the number four gov.com and they'll get you in touch with the, the county leaders and then they can put you in touch with, we have so many grassroots groups here in Bucks County. It's amazing. And what we're doing is while we're door knocking, we're not just door knocking for Doug, we're door knocking for Gary Del Rosso, which, you know, who's running for Lieutenant Governor. And we're also door knocking for all of the local state, you know, and, and congressional um, people that are running in your particular area. So you really want to get involved with the campaign and they'll put you in touch with your, you know, your leader in your county. Awesome. Stephanie, thank you so very much. And thank you for being You're a welcome. family member here. And uh, we love you and you keep up the good work. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. God bless you too. See you later. Bye bye. All right, folks, I was Stephanie showing you how to get involved, how to get involved and doing it the right way from the ground up. And that's what America's built on. And that's what they do not want us to not only know, but uh, put into action. They hate it. They cannot stand it. They want to keep you deaf, dumb and blind. And uh, we're not going to let it happen. We're going to go to Lisa Campbell. Lisa Campbell has her uh, has her little blue check mark hand up. Uh, so, Lisa, you are now unmuted and uh, free to speak. Lisa Campbell, ladies and gentlemen. Lisa, you there? Just got yes, There I'm you here. are. How are you? I'm just fine, Jeremy. I was trying to answer the question when uh, the last caller was trying to figure out libertarian Yes. Um, and, and so I just hit the hit the uh, button where you can talk. I didn't realize you, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> well, you are if you want to say something and you uh, you had the right answer. Libertarian. <laughs> well, and, and really, I'm listening for the first time. Um, and, you know, I live in Georgia, unfortunately, the most corrupt state in the country. Um I'm originally from New York, staunch conservative Republican. Um, sadly, my son's in the military and in military intelligence. He's a major and he will tell me nothing. He won't talk to me about anything. Mm, um, yeah. You know, I know where he fits politically. Um, and he was even asked by someone higher up, who are you going to vote for? And uh, luckily, he was smart enough to say, well, sir, I don't I don't know just yet, even though he knew for a while who he was going to vote for. Sure. Um, but anyway, so, no, I really I'm really just here just to listen. OK, well, hey. um, I did do the door knocking. I'm doing the poll watching. Look at that. You know, trying to get involved. And do you know Donald Trump is the first president I have ever voted for? And I'm 67 years old. Well, he, I, I'm embarrassed that, to say that, but well, no, I mean, there's a lot of people. You know, that that's are, the truth. There's and a lot I'll of people vote again for him or DeSantis, whoever decides to run. Um, hopefully it's one of the two. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people like that who, um, 
you know, it, the, you know, it's not nothing to be embarrassed about. There's a lot of people who are that age and who never voted before. Trump just had a uh, he had a way of uh, uh, of getting people engaged because because he spoke our language. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. It really is. It's as simple as. The guy was a billionaire. I get it. But he had his pulse, finger on the pulse of America. It just, it is what it is. He's a regular, he can have a regular conversation with somebody and he can walk into a boardroom and, and, and negotiate with the world leaders. He's just that type of guy. And, uh, you know, and that's the, and that's the bar. Unfortunately for other Republicans, that is the bar now. And there's very few that oh, are yeah. ever going to meet that bar. DeSantis will be one of them. I can guarantee you that at some point in his life. He's a young guy. Uh, but that's the new bar. You know, we're not getting the, the, uh, the old days of George W. Bush, who couldn't even also complete yeah. a full sentence like Joe Biden. Uh, those days are over. And thank God they are. Thank God they are. So, right. But uh, what state are you in, Lisa? Georgia. Oh, Georgia. You said that in the beginning. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? We need people like that in Georgia. We need people like you and, and any way that you're getting involved. Like you said, the poll watching and stuff. That is why God has you where he has you. So you just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, and keep spreading that word and keep uh, get, giving other people uh, a uh, what do you want to call it? A, a inspiration to do the same thing. OK. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm working on it. Let me ask you, have you been one of Trump's rallies? Oh, yeah. Yes, I have. I, I mean, it just it gives me goosebumps. It's it, just the it, best. They, you know what? I've um, been to I don't I can't even count. I've been to a lot of them and everyone I mean, everyone felt the same to me. You know, just the utmost yeah. respect, inspiration, uh, the, the, the goosebumps, the patriotism, the, the uh, you know, how we, our system and how it works. And I just, the whole thing is just, it's phenomenal to see. And I'm, I'm glad I see he got a second wind, you know, and he's, and he's, and he's doing, I, I, they were kind of getting stale there for a minute. So I'm glad he's got a second wind and he's, uh, we're going to see a very different one. That, that unveiling of that plane painted was great. So <laughs> that got my, that got my, uh, you know, the juice is flowing. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was great. Well, anyway, anyway Lisa, let somebody else yes. Talk. Thank you so very much. God bless you. And, uh, I'm glad that you're here and, uh, hopefully you'll stick around for the rest of the folks. Oh, I will. I okay. Will. All right. Bye-bye, Lisa. God bless. Bye. All right. The next person, and I've been eyeing this, eyeing this name for a while because he's all over getter every single day. Not that all of you aren't, but, uh, Miguel Ortiz, U.S. Army veteran, marathoner, I believe, from the great state of Florida. Uh, Miguel Ortiz, you are now unmuted, sir. Yes, sir. This is Miguel Ortiz. Hey, hey, Later. brother. How are you? <laughs> I was uh, a first lieutenant um, in the military. So uh, I'm from Orlando, Florida, the home of number 45, number 47 and 48, which is Ron DeSantis. Yeah. And you know, you're one of the, <laughs> you're one of the few people, maybe one of the only people uh, that call me pastor Jeremy. And I always get a kick out of that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you. It's uh, it's nice to, it's nice to hear that even though, uh, you know, pastors do a heck of a lot work, more work than I, than I think I well, do. This yeah, this is why I wanted to get on, on the chat. The reason I call you Pastor Jeremy, and I want to thank you for all you do for us. We love you. You know we love you. Yes, Because sir. we are your LFA congregation. You have a bigger congregation than most churches out there. Well, and yeah, I guess if you look at it that way, do, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? You do and more I, for us than a lot of churches do out there as well. Well, you know, and that's um, – it's funny because – I, uh, I'm a friends with a guy named uh, Tim Frisch. He's a pastor as well, and he's come on the show a couple times. And he, uh, you know, um, 
Funny thing about him is, is he grew up in the church, right? He grew up this this life. He grew up, you know, knowing the commandments from birth and grew up in the church life and the church community. And, and I grew up, you know, not that, the complete opposite of that. So uh, it's funny because he, he'll tell me, I'll tell him how much I admire him and how much I thank him for his, you know, consulting and, 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 and teachings. And, and he said to me, he turned around and said to me some one day that I was completely surprised about. He said, I equally admire you. And I said, why, why would you do, you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't believe that he would say that. And he said, well, because you, uh, you've gone through everything that you've gone through and you still, you still found your way uh, to the Lord. And the, and the good thing about it is, is you're seeing things, uh, from a fresh perspective. Oddly enough, his show is called the Frisch perspective on YouTube, but he says you're seeing things from a fresh perspective and not a jaded perspective. And it's almost the way it's almost when you uh, when you uh, hire somebody, a construction worker, hire somebody, they'd rather hire somebody green and with a different perspective and a new perspective rather than somebody who's been taught another way because it might open their eyes up and he said the great thing about that is is when you have a mutual admiration for each other you can be an adult you can be a kid you can be an adult admiring a kid or a kid admiring adult everybody can learn from somebody else and I, I I'll always remember that he said that you know and it's it's true we can all learn from each other and even though I've not been in it for as long as maybe people in the congregation uh, I believe that they're opening up their hearts enough to learn something f- from me as well so I, I enjoy it yeah, uh, the way I look at it, you help people with financial needs, you teach the Bible, you send newsletters, you pray with us daily, you pray for others like you did the other day on, on Instagram. I, I, I shared that with a bunch of people. My real pastor is uh, Pastor Paula White. If you don't know who Paula White is, I know her. Uh, she's I know her. Donald Trump's personal uh, spiritual advisor. Yes. And, uh, she, the church is here in Apopka. And um, that's I play a church. Um, when I'm in town, um, her husband is Jonathan Kane, and most people know him as the piano player for Journey that wrote uh, "Don't Stop Believing." Oh wow! So, uh, I, wow. Yes, and he plays. He leads worship with us when he's in town. That's great. So, uh, if you need, if you're able to, at some point, get her on on on, on the show. Um, I could send you her personal assistant number, and uh, and I'll be good to speak with her because um, she had an office at the White House when. President Trump was there. Uh, we lost a lot of members when he won because uh, we had a lot of Democrats that didn't agree with her being involved in uh, politics. But she's known President Trump for over 20 years. So when he decided to run in 2015, she told the congregation, hey, I, I, this is a calling. Uh, he's calling me you know, to help him out. And you know, he got us together 20 years ago. And this is what I feel I got to do right now. So she, she did it. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's the first female to ever pray um, for a presidential inauguration. If you YouTuber, you'll see uh, Pastor Paula White, you know, doing the prayer. So, I was supposed so really to meet her. The funny thing about this is God works in great ways. Look how he connects his people. I was supposed to meet her in, in Texas when I was at the border wall with Ben Berkwam. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know why or how, but it didn't work out. And uh, I said, oh, that, that was a bummer. I would have really liked to uh, had a conversation with her, you know. And uh, so the fact that. You know, God's working through you to make that connection still happen. Uh, it, it tells me that it was on his, his timing, not mine. And I would very much honor that. I would appreciate if you could uh, if you could send that along and hook hook me up with that. Okay. Well, uh, I decided I decided want to mention. Um, I'm real happy for everything you've done for us. Uh, I'm always working during both feeds, but um, I always manage to escape. I work outdoors for a pest company here in Florida, so I'm able to um, get on the feeds. Uh, um, Every day. So I've been doing it 
since um 2016 so wow you've been there for a while yeah, then <laughs> hey so you said you work for pest control yes so I they work for a company here in florida called massey so they so, got uh, you so they got you out there rounding up all the democrats then Oh, yeah, in the 93 degree <laughs> weather that I'm in right now. <laughs> Get rid of those pests, uh, Miguel. Hey, brother, hey, <laughs> message me on Getter now that Getter has uh, DMs, and uh, and we'll go from there, okay? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate you too, Miguel. God bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome talking to him. Like I said, I see him every day in the chats, and he's like, Pastor Jeremy, and I'm like, oh, it's just it's weird to hear that, you know? Uh, so the next uh, caller... I guess I can call you guys or participant, family member. Zena Sawa, married 28 beautiful years and a mom of two beautiful young ladies. I hope I say her name right. Zena Sawa. I just unmuted you, but it looks like you're not there anymore. If uh, Zena, if you're there, go ahead. Zena Sawa, just uh, unmute on your end. Oh, there you are. How are you? Okay. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What state are you calling from? Um, Tommy, Michigan. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Well, you know what? Michigan's got a lot of hope, though. There's a lot of good people in oh. Michigan trying to do a lot of good things, right? There is. There is a lot more now than a few years ago. But, yeah, I do have hope. But our governor needs to go. Yeah, and your Secretary of State. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, they all Attorney need to General, go. Attorney General, all of them. And yep. they are go in November. So are you uh, are you Central Michigan, Upper Michigan? I am 40 miles west of Detroit. Oh, okay. So you're right. Commer- in, so you're Commerce, right in Michigan. The, so you're right in the midst of, uh, you're, you're not too far from the swamp of swamps in Michigan. I sure am not. So uh, yeah. what, what, what would you like to talk about today? And did I, and by the way, did I say um, your name right, Zena Sawa? Yes, you did. Hey, you did. Perfect. Look at that. Perfect. <laughs> I love your show. Let me just say, I love your show. I I left um, social media about two years ago, and I was active on social media, but something told me to leave because it was getting a little too stressful on there. I was I was literally um, I felt like. Not God was leaving from my life, but I was getting too angry. Mm, yeah. And I, mm. I was, I was a former d- Democrat. Wow. And I changed. I completely changed. I used to be a Republican during the time Reagan was in office, but then I switched. I don't know why, but I did. And I came back during um, the time Trump came into office, and. I've loved it since then, and my faith has grew a lot, mm. a lot. Yeah, isn't and, that, isn't, uh, that the past, isn't that weird? And I no, don't mean to cut you off, but isn't that weird how so many people's faith ran parallel and 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 right alongside their interest um, with Donald Trump coming, uh, you know, taking the presidency in 2016. I know myself included. So many people that since then found faith and a lot of people will say well trump was never a big faith-based person and never a christian and you can you can argue that you can say yeah you, you might be right you never saw that side of him and maybe it did exist maybe it didn't fact of the matter is it exists now and everybody finds their way to christ and then finds more you know of a relationship with christ as they go and since 2016 i've seen this big 
influx of people going going to God. Isn't that that ironic that it's parallel to Trump coming into office? It has. I've always been uh, faithful, but I've grown in faith. Mm. And it wasn't due to Donald Trump. It was not due to that. It was due to what we're all going through and how we communicate to others and through through you and through many that have spoken about God and our faith, it has brought me closer and wanting to be closer. And I'm still learning. I'm still going to keep learning each and every day until the day I die. I'm still going to keep learning. And that's never going to change. And I want to learn more. I, 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 I thirst to learn more. Mm. Um, so that is something that I truly love to do. And I, it's just in me now. It's it's never going to go away. I, it's just going to grow. Yeah. Once you once you experience that full joy and that and that and that close relationship with him, I you know I was having a I, I have a friend. I hope you don't mind. I tell a quick story here, but I have a friend who I've known for twenty some odd years, and uh, him and I were in the music business together, and he even worked for a big radio station down in Boston, and for a long time, and uh, recently he's been you know dabbling his feet in the water of a relationship with Jesus. And uh, his, uh, his soon-to-be wife reached out to me yesterday. And I, uh, I just happened to see it. By the way, I didn't have her number or anything. She messaged me through Instagram. And if I'm not following you on Instagram, it goes to requested messages, which I hardly ever get the time to check. And I just happened to open it up, and there was a ton of messages in there from her. And she was like... Had, had been messaging me for days, pleading with me to get a hold of him because he really, really, really is thirst, like he's seeking God big time and he could use, you know, some, some reinforcements. And so I reached out to him this morning. First thing he said was, oh, she must have called you, huh? Eric got a hold of you. And I said, yeah, she did. And we started, and, and we started talking, you know, about things. And I explained to him the difference between happiness and joy. And, and, he, and I said, you know, a murderer can be happy murdering. A rapist can be happy raping. Right. Anybody can be happy doing something. But joy is reserved for the people that have a relationship with Jesus. And I said, once you experience joy with Jesus, you have a whole new outlook on life and the people that you come in contact with every day. And he said, well, how so? And I said, well, you start looking at them, not in a, you know, oh, this person's going too slow on the road or look at that person, not in a judgmental way, but in a um, in a way of uh, compassion and and. Uh, sympathy and empathy and and you feel sorry and sad and you and basically you start feeling like Jesus did when he said forgive them they know not what they do and I said when you experience that and you get to that point you'll never go back you'll never go back there's just no reason to go back it would be like you know suicide to go back to the life that you once knew so you I understand fully what you said when you said I will never go back never go back i'm i've always been a devoted catholic my original i came from uh iraq i was an immigrant from iraq 46 years ago wow and we came legally legally to Mm. the united states it took us two years to get our forms together and to be brought into the united states which is fine by me you're going in legally and it it just saddens me so much when i see all these illegals coming in that's not right at all. That is not right. And it's not fair to you. It's not fair to what no, your family no. had to go through. And that's the, that's the, you know, when we had, um, we have a lot of guests on. And when we had uh, a, a lady who was running for Congress in, in California on um, last week or the week before, and she talked about escaping communism uh, and coming here legally, 
you know, almost dying in a boat of thirst. Uh, it's such a slap in the face to you folks who've done that. You know, I'm lucky. I was born here. I hit the lottery. I was born here uh, in the United States of America. And uh, that's, to me, hitting the lottery. And anybody who can get here like you did, that's the, f- I mean, there's no, what, what wouldn't you do if you've made that journey, you know? No, I, I love the United States. Anybody who speaks about <coughs> the United States negatively, honestly, leave, leave. That's right. You do not need to be here. And don't keep saying, I'm going to leave if this or that happens. Just quit. Yeah, don't announce, don't announce your departure. Just bounce. Just leave. Just yes, leave. exactly. We'll all be here. We'll all be here picking up the pieces. That's okay. Yep. But and, and guess what? We we'll be here, here if you want to come back too. Yes, 100%. And God bless you for your show. Because of you, um, I have stayed sane. Uh, and I love it. I love it. I look forward every day to listening to you. I was just mm-hmm. in Mexico a week ago, and every time I would try to get your link on, I would catch it a little bit, and then the feed would go away. I'm like, darn it. Aww. But um, we came back and um, back to routine. Well, it's nice to have you back, Zena. Thank you so very much. And you know what the good thing about all this this, this coffee talk is? There's only 11, like 100 people in here, which is so different than the chat. Yes. And we can put faces to voices and voices to names. And we, then we, we get closer. The whole reason for doing Coffee Talk Tuesdays, believe me, I didn't need something else to do. <laughs> uh, the, the whole reason no, was yeah, to... You have a lot on your plate. Uh, yeah, and it was to bring us closer together. It was to bring us closer together. So thank you for being here today, Zena, and thank you for your story. We appreciate it, okay? Thank you, Jeremy. We love you. All right, love you too. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Another great story. And by the way, I am uh, filming this, folks, on video as well so that we can post this because I know people are going to want to watch this on video. Now, there was a, uh, a, a Wanda Wilson here, and I know she wants to speak, and she's been here since the beginning. So uh, Wanda Wilson says she's a child of God and a grandmother of four, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is America. Wanda, you are, uh, you are unmuted, and uh, it's on your end. If you'd like to speak, you, the floor is now yours, Wanda. Usually takes a couple seconds for folks. There she is. Wanda, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Where are you? Where? Where? What state are you calling from? You don't remember me. Oh, for shame, Jeremy. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, no, we met in Crossville at the in Tennessee. Oh, at the uh, yeah, at the, uh, the, 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 the the Tennessee Freedom Force event we did. Uh, Yes, you remember now. Okay, now no, keep explaining. Uh, keep explaining our interaction so I can put a face to the to the voice. Um, I'm also the one that. Well, I didn't introduce you to Greg, but um, Greg, Pastor Greg, Pastor Greg Locke. To you. Yes, now, now, now I remember Wanda. Yes, thank you, thank you very, very uh, much. And I'm sorry I didn't recognize you right away from your name. I apologize. Honey, no problem. Totally understand. No biggie. I gotta, I, um, got, I got, I gotta place the faces and names to the events that happened, and then I remember everything. <laughs> uh, no, hey, I totally understand. No offense at all. Promise, promise, promise. Uh, first, hello to all my Discord people. Love you guys. I know they're all listening right now. <laughs> Amen. Um, um. Also, Jeremy, just keep up everything you're doing. We love you and we appreciate you and Eli and Sabrina and everyone. 
for everything that y'all do. I mean, everything. We are, we thank God for you. <laughs> so there you go for that. Well, you know, and, and, and I, <laughs> first of all, I want to say thank you for that because, um, you know, my wife and I, we, every night at the end of the end of the day, when the kids finally, when we finally, finally get, you know, an hour for each other to look at each other and talk and have, you know, our one hour of day together outside of doing any work. Uh, we, we talk about that. We talk about that often. We talk about the blessings from all of you folks and how the, fa and, and this is how I explain to people who are non-believers. They're like, how is your show still going? Like who, you know, who pays you to do this show? How do you, people are just so like, they just don't understand how this all works financially. And I say, well, people pay. And they say, well, what do you mean people pay? They pay to subscribe to your show? And I said, no, they don't have to. And they go, so why do they pay? And I said, exactly. And he said, well, <laughs> and they say, well, what do you mean? And I say, look, nobody has to keep this show going financially to watch, to watch it. But I can't do it unless I, 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 it is funded, right? And that's just the reality of things. And I said, and now for going on two years without, without you know what I mean? Yes, some ups and downs. But this show has stayed on and not only stayed on, been canceled everywhere and still succeeding. And the people that are the people of this show, it are the show. It's not me in front of the camera. Yes, that's the content. But the reason, the love, the compassion, the, the, the drive, the, the, the wisdom, the fuel, the fire, all of it is the people. And I say, you have no idea what these people mean to me. So when I so when me and Sabrina sit down at the end of the night, we always talk about that. We talk about. People like you who've said something like this today. We'll talk about this tonight. And it's just a wonderful thing to be a part of. And I'm just as thankful as you are to me. So I just wanted you to know that. Oh, that is awesome. Well, we're, we're all blessed equally together. How about that? How about that? There we go. Nobody's better than anybody else. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you, um, going back to Pastor Greg, and you can tell me that you can't talk about it or you're not ready to talk about it or whatever. But I just want to touch on, um, you know, he has his new studio as well. I don't know how much um, you follow him, you know, keep up with him or whatever. I mean, I know you keep up with him fairly well, but, you know, he's got his own studio and he does a lot of guest interviews, people that we've had at church like Mike Lindell, uh, Graham, uh, Graham Allen this last weekend and Abby Johnson and Elizabeth Johnson and all them. Anyway, he does interviews with them when they come to the church, and then he replays them on Friday. But since we are fixing to have our new LFA TV, and he's got his new platform, are y'all, have you gotten in touch with him? Are you going to collaborate and maybe try to hook up, something like that? So, no. I, I actually, the funny thing about it is, uh, and, and you know me, and, and he, this is, I feel that this business belongs to everybody here. So anybody asks me any questions, I have no problem saying. But when I first started um, this plan of putting together this network of, of people, Greg was actually a name on that list. The, the, the problem with so many people that are doing, you know, some, the, big, the, the names that are like Greg Locke's name, big names like that, or Graham Allen, or let's say Charlie Kirk, or any of these other folks. The problem with these folks is they are so busy doing their own thing uh, that, uh, any kind, I mean, collaborating, going on each other's networks and, and shows, that's easy, right? But to somehow make them both, uh, one thing somehow, or, or bring somebody like a big name like that onto, you know, uh, a network where, uh, he's on there with so many other people. It's very hard to do because it's, 
either these people are making income off of it and you can't offer them income, number one, which has been the case in some, in, in some of the t- uh, names I've reached out to, uh, or they don't want their brand tarnished in any way. And even though they don't disagree with what you do, maybe you have a different style of delivering it than they do. So there's a lot of different... And, and, there, and there's numerous amounts of things. I'm just naming a few there that, are, that, that come in the way. And so somebody like Greg Locke, uh, I reached out to him and I talked to him a little bit about it, but there, it didn't really go far because you could see there wasn't a lot of interest there. Um, and uh, I even reached out to Javon Hutton Pulitzer. He's doing his own thing as well, not quite on the size or what I'm doing, uh, but he's got a lot of things in his own life. You know, he's doing the forensic audits. He's doing this kinematic. You know, he's got all these... Uh, patents for things so he's a busy busy person so you know to, to come in and, and be on a daily network with somebody else where you're obligated to do an hour show every day with that on their network or whatever if they're not getting paid it's very hard to say yes you know so uh and and i don't and i'm not there i'm i'm, I'm, I'm just trying to keep this business afloat so uh, right. long that was right. a long-winded answer but uh no <laughs> i he'll do his thing i'll do my thing and and we'll all be out there fighting for uh the, the good of God. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, I guess my question was more, my, yeah, my question was more geared toward, um, I, I really didn't, like you said, I didn't really see y'all being able to collaborate on your shows. Joining as much as what I was really kind of gearing toward is maybe guest spots on each other's shows, oh. like you had said. Oh, yes. That's an easier thing. Oh, yes, so that's that definitely awesome. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. And, like, we got some real – I mean, you met a couple of the folks here. You've met uh, you've met Mike Crispy. You've met um, uh, Benny, uh, Benny Harmony. She's going to be on there. Um, another one that's going to be on, folks, too, is uh, Antonio Sabato, Jr. Um, awesome. He's going to have his own show on there, too. So it's going to be some really cool people. And, yes, we're definitely going to collaborate. And we're going to be bringing a lot of people on that have never been on, you know, as guests like uh, Kevin Sorbo and people like that in the Christian film world. And uh, so it's about ready to really get good, uh, really good. And I can't wait to, to do things with Pastor Locke back and forth. So, Oh, yeah, we're all excited about the new thing. It's just It's just going to be Sticking awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's God working in great ways, Wanda. But I'm going to let you go. Try to make room for a couple more here. And um, and thank you for reminding me where we met and who you were. And I'm sorry I forgot. But I do love you and I do thank you very much. Well, we love you too. Love all down to your family, honey. All right. God bless. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Heather Craddock. Now, I met Heather down in Arkansas and had a great conversation with Heather down there. And like everybody else, she's had ups and she's had downs. And uh, she goes to the Lord when she needs to. And she comes to us when she needs to, kind of like we all do. So, Heather, you are open to speak, my dear. How are you today? Well, I got to say, I'm, I'm so happy to speak with you again. And I'm doing... I'm doing me for now. I'm I'm doing good and I'm doing me. Good. Good, good, good. How's uh how's uh how's your relationship with the Lord lately? Good, same, better, stronger. worse? It's stronger because I I had to um I left everything I knew uh being a, an abusive, toxic, narcissistic relationship for 22 years, I had to reach out to somebody and because of you, it was God. Wow. I mean, who who better to reach out to, though, right, Heather? 
There's nobody else. Nobody. I mean, it's God's never going to let you down. We all will. Not we specifically, but people. People will let you down. They just do. I mean, you should never put your full faith in anybody, even if it's your mom, your dad, your husband, your aunt, whatever. God is the only constant, and I'm glad you ran to him. It's it honestly, it's because of you. I didn't have a relationship with God prior to you watching your show. And the reason I start you started watching your show was the stupid watermarks. I was looking into it and I mm. saw one show and you were actually talking about it and that's what got me hooked from then on out. Well, I'll tell you what, uh and I know this is this is not only what you should say as a person and being humble, but it's the truth. When you say it's all because of you and you're referring to me, it's really not, Heather. I'm just a mouthpiece. I'm a megaphone and a loud one at that uh, who doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> God did that. That was God reaching out to you and you accepted. I always tell you, you have to receive, right? You received his yeah. message through me. So I, I understand like physically and everything it is. It is because of this show. But again, he's working some serious miracles right now. And he knew you needed him. And that's what makes him so great. And and on top of it, what makes everything even more of a blessing is this LFA family. I look to everybody that I talk to daily as more of a family than some of the actual family I do have. Wow. And so, and you know what, so do I. So, I. I do the same thing. I have family members that I... Uh, I, I, I would not entrust my children to if I died, but I have LFA family members that I would definitely entrust my children to if I died. Yeah. And that's that's a powerful thing, you know? I just um, want to say to you, your family, and to our LFA family, I love everybody. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. Oh, Well, thank you too, Heather. God bless you. We love you. And you know where to reach out if you need us, okay? Absolutely. All so right. thank you, everybody. I, I appreciate the help that when I had it, when I needed it, I got it. So I do dearly love everybody. So God bless everybody, and I'll let you go on to the next person, okay? All right, Heather, we love you. Thank you so much for letting us know. Bye-bye. Bye, hon. E-L-E, folks, everybody love everybody. E-L-E. Okay, we got another one here. Lois, Lois, mom of four in Kansas, patriotic Mom of four in Kansas, Lois M. B. So is the name. Lois, are you there? Can you hear me? Would you like to speak? Because you did have your arm up or your hand raised, I should say. Yes, I would like to talk. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, my dear. How are you? Yes. Yes, it's so nice to talk to you. I, I think for me, I wanted to just say pray for Kansas. Um, you know, I've got the sign in my yard. Luckily, I'm not one that's been stolen, um, but we have a big vote on August 2nd in Kansas. And it's um, in relation to the uh, Supreme Court, the very liberal Supreme Court had changed the Kansas to say that there was a right to abortion in Kansas. And so we're voting August 2nd. Uh, we want, I'm voting yes, so that we can have restrictions to abortions in Kansas. Otherwise, Kansas will turn into a state where there can be unlimited abortions at any stage of the game. And we're trying to prevent that. But signs for vote no are everywhere. Uh, they're on the major interstates. I would imagine people with uh, deep pockets are paying for the signs, the large signs, and they're tearing down. And um, there's some of my sister's neighborhood where they have torn the signs down, spray painted over them. 
um, and at our church, they have torn the sign down six to seven times for voting to vote yes. So there's vandalism going on. And really, you know, like our pastor said, we've got to pray that, you know, we can, the, the vote yes, get out there and, and, and win this battle. It really is. Well, Lois, do you, do you follow uh, Carrie Lake in Arizona at all? Can you still hear me? Yes. Do you follow Carrie Lake and what she does and says out there in Arizona? Hello? Oh, are you still there? Right there? My fault. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I was muted. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was muted. Can I'm you, uh, can you can turn you, uh, down the volume a little on your end? I think I'm echoing back. There. there we go. Is that okay. better? Yes. Can you still hear me, though? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So Carrie Lake says uh, they do, they're doing this to her signs out there. And she says now she has the money and the funds to do this through her campaign. So maybe the Republican Party or whoever's you know, pushing to uh, restrict the abortions uh, can put some money behind this. But for every sign that they take down, she puts up five more. So, I mean, it's just her response to go ahead, keep doing it. We got a team out there responding to every allegation of a sign being destroyed. Um, outside of that, we will definitely pray because we need state by state to do this. And we are hyper focused on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I would reach so out to anybody out there with uh, some uh, some campaign, uh, some some money that will they can put into this campaign of uh, of getting out the vote. And I will remind people on my show about it as well. When is the date? Um, it's August second is the date of the vote. That's when we have um, uh, the preliminaries uh, here in Kansas and in the the vote for the constitutional amendment will be on the voting ballot on that day. August 2nd. And that's August for statewide, to vote, for right? statewide to vote, right? It's statewide. Yes. Yeah. You can pull up, there's all kinds of articles, um, you know, about, you know, the vandalism that's been going on in the state. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on it. Well, and thank I'm you for bringing it to my attention, my attention, Lois. Sure. All right. God bless you, very, right. much. God bless you very much. God bless you too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a little bit more time here. Um, getting close, though. I, I, I got to go here quick. Um, but I will open this up for Rose Buckley, who has her hand up. Rose Buckley, I am unmuting you now. And uh, whenever you'd like, the floor is yours, Rose. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Rose. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy to but probably isn't going to be very interesting as others who have spoken today. Oh, sure it is. What do you got? Hit me. I, I'm just an ordinary American, strong, God-loving patriot. That's all I am. I stick by my motto. I'd rather be right. Right is right, no matter what. You know, it takes nothing to join the crowd, but it takes everything to stand alone. And um, I'm just heartbroken away our America's happening. Um, I'm 65 years old and I never was into politics before, but um, I saw something with President Trump and we have so many family members that hate us because we stand behind what he believes in. Mm. And it happens a lot in other families too, but 
we can't even talk politics. I can't talk religion. I can't talk anything because I feel that my family members, especially the younger ones, have been really brainwashed in college. And it just hurts because you think that you teach your children everything that you were taught and they go to college and they get brainwashed and you feel like you're a failure and it just hurts. And, um, that's just, um, just a sad, sad thing. Well, you know, I, but, I, I, let's talk. Let's talk real quick, Rose, about Jesus and about standing up against all adversity and what you know is right. Uh, you know, Jesus wanted everybody to get along and everybody to love each other, and he tried to tell people the 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 uh, the truth. Unfortunately, the truth hurt, right? And the truth hurt to the right. point so bad where they had to literally torture and kill him so he'd stop saying the truth. But in the end, he won, right? He is all love. He is love. He is the resurrection. Absolutely. He's everything. So my, my, my saying that is, I know it hurts, um, especially, uh, you know, at, at, at 65. And you've went through a very, you, you grew up in a very different America than you're seeing now. And, and I know it mm-hmm. hurts, but that, that standing up for what is right. And, here, and here's the other thing, too, we'll find ourselves doing. We'll find ourselves compromising uh, what we want to say. Even if we don't want to like, look, you don't have to, you don't have to Bible thump, right? And you don't have to always talk about politics. But however, Mm -hmm. if you, if you feel like there's a certain situation where you should give that alternative narrative, uh, uh, most people won't because they'd they'd rather not upset the apple cart, right? They'd rather not Mm -hmm. upset the apple cart. But here's the thing. God's putting you here to upset the apple cart. So you don't have to do it in a rude way. Uh, but you know what? Do it with a smile on your face. Say what needs to be said and then move on. If you, even if it's just, well, bless your heart. God bless you. At least, it's, mm-hmm. at least it is setting the standard of this is, who it is, this is who I am. This is who I believe. This is what I believe. And this is what you're going to get. But I love you. And set the example. And they'll come to you. Set the example. They'll come to you. Don't cower down just because you don't want to upset the apple cart. The apple cart won't be upset if you're not being rude or, or, or unkind, you know? Um, so right. just, just always remember that as you move forward and your kids will come around hopefully sooner than later at this point in our life. We don't have a lot of, a lot of laters, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just say, keep that yeah. smile on your face and keep setting the example. They'll come around to you. Okay. Yeah. We were saved by the cross and, um, Amen. You know, there's there's one one child um, that literally told us to our face that they do not believe in God and um, there is no God. And we just look at them and just can't believe that they are so turned around with what we taught them that we just, you know, we still have our Bible out. We still pray before our meals we have our crucifix, everything, and I. If they come in our home, it's there, yep. and I, I'm, I'm proud. I'm Good. proud. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and take my crucifix down and hide my Bible just because you don't believe in God. You know? <laughs> right, right, and, right. Um, it's you're the one with the cure. They're the one with the cancer. You're the one with the cure. So why would you hide it? That's right. And uh, it's, I just pray every night that they will see light, you know, sooner or later, like you said, but 
Not to change the subject, but I just have to tell you that I bought your hat. You can't beat God. Yay. I wear it everywhere. I get stopped by one that passes me. I walk, you know, three miles a day, and um, they say, where do you get your hat? And I tell them, and they just absolutely just love it. And I love wearing my hat. I'm very proud. And I just want to thank you uh, for everything that you do. And you have a lot of people that love you, Jeremy, and your family. And you just keep on chuggling along and do and do you. Yes, ma'am. I, I will. And, hey, I, I understand what you mean about that hat. That hat, look, it, it, it made you strong to wear a Make America Great Again hat when everybody was saying yes. that they were hoods. But when you wear a You Can't, can't Be God hat, everybody oh. looks at it, whether it's bad or good. And everybody comes up yeah. to you and says, Nice hat. Nice hat. And they're so quiet yeah. about it, you know? And I say, thank you very much. God bless you. <laughs> really loud. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? They kind of look, they do a double take because they think it's a Trump hat. I that's know, what I, I love know, about it. Not I know. I wouldn't love wearing a Trump hat. Don't get me wrong. But people, you know, they slow down in the car yep. and they have to turn their head. I know. I just put my head. I just put my head right to there so they can read it, you know? Yep. No, I do. I know. I, I do the same it. thing. I love it. Well, hey, uh, thank you, Rose, uh, very much. Um, there's somebody that's uh, actually, remember Freddie Durf? Freddie Durf is in the chat and wants to talk, so we're going to give him a chance to talk, Rose, and uh, I Absolutely. love you very much, okay? God bless you, Jerry. God bless you, love too. Oh, I, I accidentally cut her off. She was going to say, I love your show and something else, and I cut her off. What a jerk I am. Freddie, where are you? I saw you in here, Freddie. Come on. I got to find you again. Hold on, folks. Give me a minute. I got to find Freddie. I want to talk to Freddie. Freddie's got some great things to say, I'm sure. He is, uh, he has, uh, <laughs> what a ride he has had. There he is. Freddie, I see you. I'm going to, I'm going to allow you to speak and unmute you, Freddie. Freddie, you there, bud? You are now unmuted and ready to go. Well, he had his hand up there for a minute. Maybe I got to do it again. You guys, you got to stay with me on this one because uh, I would really, really, really like to have this conversation. Just don't see him in here anymore. Hmm. Hope he didn't leave. Freddie, if you're, if you're listening, will you please raise your hand? I see some others with your hand raised. I'm just really trying to get Freddie in. But it looks like he might have finally left. Just going through the list one more time here. Hi, Vicki Schaefer, by the way. I see you in there. Bad Moon, I see you. Ruth, uh, Ruth, Ruby Hines, Christy Burns, I see you all. But it looks like, oh, I see Snapdragons in the building. How you doing? Wow. Well, that stinks. I really wanted to talk to Freddie. I'm going to give him a couple more seconds here before I, before I unmute somebody else because I think everybody here needs to hear what he has to say. And hopefully he, uh, hopefully he didn't cut out before he seen that I unmuted him. I don't see him anywhere else, though. Starting to look like the rumble chat in here. <laughs> All right, well, if I see Freddie again, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have him come in. But... Uh, Let's see, Teresa Howard. Teresa Howard, you're the next in line, so going to unmute you now, Teresa, and you are good to go. 
Teresa, are you there? Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm well, Jeremy. Thank you for asking. And thank I you for coming in. I'm sorry? I said thank you for coming into the chat. I'm excited to talk to you. <laughs> so What's... first, I just want to shout out my daughter. It's her 21st birthday today. What's her name? Simone. Simone, is, does she watch the show? Um, sometimes when she can. Well, you know what? Tonight on the show, I'm going to write this down and sing happy birthday to her. Thank you. How old is she? Second. She's 21 today. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, we definitely need to say prayers and sing happy birthday. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but she's a good kid. She's good. a good foundation. So. Good, good. Um, second, I've messaged a couple times on Facebook to Eli about trying to get in touch with Christina Caramo, who's running for Secretary of State here in Michigan. Yep, we actually just talked to her yesterday and today, and we're good. gonna we're gonna have her on next week. Good, I'm excited. Thank for you that, for that. I really by the want way. you guys to. Yes, yes, and I had messaged her several times. Um, and then third, this is kind of off top topic. I want to know what do you and Sabrina like to do in your downtime when you get some? <laughs> oh, we forgot. Uh, <laughs> let me think here. Uh, no, we we really we her and I are like. Se- Especially these last uh, six months, our relationship has really grown a lot stronger, thank God. And a lot of that was me realizing how much of a, of a dummy I am, but most men need to realize that. Uh, we hit stages of dumb as we get older. We don't, get, we don't really get wiser. We just continue to, to be stupid. But anyway, I, uh, yeah, no, our, our relationship is really good, and we really enjoy just anything, as long as we're spending time together. But um, I would say... We like to we like to go to museums. She's a big you know uh, art museum, and we like to go to museums, history museums, um, aquariums, any 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 really cool thing like that. We like to do together. Uh, hiking, we like to hike. Um, and believe it or not, both of us are big into uh, mixed martial arts. So we love watching uh, oh. UFC and and stuff like that. We've never been to one, but someday maybe we'll make it to one. But just, you know, someday, any yeah. any outdoors stuff together is is something that we like to do and, and just being together. We just really enjoy each other's company. Absolutely. My husband and I are celebrating 25 years next week, so well, I understand it. And it's hard too when you have kids and you have life and you have everything else going on yeah. to make time for yourself as a couple, but we enjoy worshiping together. My mm. husband's head elder at our church, um, very involved with the youth and the Sunday school group and um, just really working hard to raise good kids. I, we've three all together. My 15-year-old just got his uh driver's permit today and wow. i have nine-year-olds so wow. we're busy people so <laughs> yeah and it is and you do you know you have to really 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 make the time the conscious effort because you lose it you lose you you lose sight of the fact well how long has it been since we've been on a date how long has it been since we've yeah. done anything you know without the kid i mean e- here's the thing though wherever we go we still have to worry about you know with the dogs the cat the kids that you know what i mean are they is everything okay so mm-hmm. it's very rare that we get just you know you know, complete uh solitude you know together but that's why it was really cool for uh roxanne to offer us her vacation home uh down in florida because we haven't made the decision yet are we going to go ourselves or are we going to bring the kids that might be a go ourselves right. thing, you know because that will really then you truly... feel guilty because you want your kids i know to I, too. Know. So, <laughs> I, I understand know. i understand that yeah yeah but we have a good relationship and thank god for her because you know if it wasn't for her we wouldn't be doing live from america she really pushed me to do it even with the death threats we were getting and nor any normal wife would be like, uh, no, 
Uh, but she, right. you know, but she pushed for that. So thanks to her, this is a thing. Uh, and and then uh, I got to be honest with you. For a very long time, the show was took a toll on me. Not because the time that was involved, but because of the emails and the stories and the conversations that I would have with all of the, all of the people. And basically, like a pastor, I, I now understand what a pastor even goes through because your problem, their problems become your problems. And I was in an emotional roller coaster, crying because I would hear stories about people, you know, and then happy because people would tell me great stories. And I was allowing that to, and not that I shouldn't have, but I was allowing it to to overtake my uh, my daily emotions. And it was starting to be a take a toll on me and our relationship. And uh, you know, she helped me through that too. So just so everybody who's listening and watching, whoever, uh, if you guys need to know, my wife is just as big as part of this uh, as I am. So. That's great because the cord of three cannot be broken. You know, you, your wife, and God. And mm. as long as you keep your family like wrapped in that rope, you're always going to be together. My nine year old would like to give you a shout out. Do okay. Hi to Jeremy yeah. Harold. Hi. Hey, what's your name, buddy? Elijah. Ooh, what a good name. You know what's cool about that is your name is Elijah, and my producer's name is Elisha. And what a mm-hmm. great, what a great relationship those two had, huh? Yeah. So are you, so <laughs> nine years old, hold on, nine years old, that must mean that you are in fourth grade? Going into fourth grade, yep. Going into fourth grade. You know, uh, I remember fourth grade, and uh, I remember being a very chubby um, uh, kid with hardly any friends, uh, but I found uh, solace in kids that were being bullied. And even though I wasn't bullied because I was too f- fat to bully, I think, uh, and too big to bully, oh. I, uh, I, I actually befriended the kids that were bullied and uh, ended up uh, not really protecting them, but, you know, being a shield, a human shield in between speaking the bullies. Of bullying, speaking of bullying, can I tell you a super quick story? Yeah, yeah. We had problems with a little boy in class at school who was just being a little bit not so nice to Elijah and he treated him very well, never responded Mm -hmm. backed out of it, but they were at a basketball camp last week and this little boy didn't receive one of the awards one day and was very upset and was crying. And Elijah went over to him and put his arm around him and said, are you okay? And the little boy didn't want to talk, but sometimes we don't want to talk when we're upset, but he reached out to him, you know, and it was just, you know, God told us to love our enemies. Mm. You know, this boy's not our enemy. We've forgiven him, but it was just such, such a great, you know, it gave me solace that I, every all this hard work that I'm doing is paying off, you know? Mm, yeah, as a, as a parent, to see your child take that high road. I mean, I got tears in mm-hmm. my eyes just thinking about my kid, you know, if I, my kid did something like that. Um, it was amazing to see. Yeah, wow. Well, hey, God bless you, buddy, and thank you for being a, a, a good a good son and a good, and a good child of God. Thank you. Thank you. All thank right. you. All right. Say, all we love you, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. He said, I'll let you say that, Mom. All right, Teresa. Thank you very much. God You're in bless our prayers, you. Jeremy. Thank you, you. All right. God bless you. Thank you. All right. All right, guys. Yeah, you know, this show is only these, – these tough coffee talks are only supposed to be 30 minutes. Uh, seems like that's never going to be the case. we got to always have an hour long. Now, I really wanted Freddie Durf to come in. And for those who didn't get to speak, please come in next week. I'm going to end it right now. Please come in next week. Put your hands up. I'll get to you. Uh, I really did want to talk to Freddie. So, Freddie, if you are listening, please come back next week. Uh, thank you guys all for being here on this third installment of Coffee Talk. 
and uh, I like to record. We're going to start recording these in, in, in video like this and because uh, I have a video recording of this. I'm going to put this up on Rumble so you guys can all watch this. Thank you for all those who uh, participated, and God bless each and every one of you. Coffee Talk for next week. God bless you. Have a great day. See you later.